It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The nation holds its breath. Yes, we Yes, will we ever, ever forget, even all these years later, those words, the nation holds its breath. I'm sure so many Irish people remember where they were when that penalty kick was taken by David O'Leary in Italia 90 to send us through to the last eight in the world against Romania. And the man who spoke those words is with me on Late Lunch this afternoon. He's the voice of sport in RTE and he's in Manchester for the big Champions League game tonight, George Hamilton. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jerry. How are you? I am very good. I, I've said this to musicians over the years, George. Do you ever get tired of, you know, the number one hit? <laughs> I've never, I would never be allowed to forget it, would I? And no, I don't, because every time it's mentioned, it takes me right back to that day in Genoa, which, which was one of the days of days, as far as I was concerned. Uh, it was on the schedule to do the match in Genoa, uh, but we didn't know that Ireland were going to be in it, of course. Uh, there'd been that drawing of lots uh, with the Dutch uh, uh, when we finished level with them in the playoff group. Uh, they went off to play Germany, or West Germany as they were, in Milan, and we went to Genoa to play Romania that day. And I got up in Milan as it happens and drove with my wingman Tom Flanagan the 100 miles or so down to Genoa we decided we'd stay the night because when lose or draw we were sure there was going to be a hoolie so we booked into this B&B and then off we went to the game now in our luggage uh, totally against the regulations we had a bottle of Prosecco and uh, we smuggled it into the ground uh, we did the match and of course you know what happened and after the match I went clad in my summer gear of Hawaii 5-0 shirt to interview both David O'Leary and Packy Bonner in the little interview room we produced the Prosecco, we popped the cork and we gave each of the lads a glass and uh, they held it up nicely and were ready to toast the victory. But of course, that Prosecco had come from Milan in the boot of a car, had sat through three hours of the comedy box in the searing heat and by the time they got it, it was like vinegar, sparkling vinegar. What did they do? They took one sip and they poured it over my head, live in the air. I remember that, I laugh about it and I'll never forget it. Oh George, what a story. I, you know, I said at the beginning there, people remember, you know, a lot life's events but especially with that day when we got through to the last I was in the RDS they set up an Italian village there yes. uh, to try and replicate what was happening out in Italy George when uh, you uh, it, it uttered those words I don't know how I wasn't killed that day 
It was unbelievable all over. Oh, I know. Ed, we, the RTE put together a package of, of uh, video uh, to send out to us to show to the players to let them see just how the thing was being received at home because nobody out there had any idea. And by now we were in Rome, out near where the Pope has his summer residence at Castel Gandolfo. And we're in the team hotel as we used to be at that time. And the courier arrived with the video from Dublin, a, a collage put together by Niall Cogley, who worked with us at the time. Yeah. Now he's off with the opposition in Virgin Media. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> Niall had put together this fabulous video to the tune of, or to the music of I, we've had the time, or I've had the time of my, li- my life. Uh, one of those uh, movies at the time, you know, the disco movies yes. that were big in the early 90s, and I've had the time of my life was playing. And these scenes of what was going on in Dublin, including the press conference that Charlie Hawhey suspended for the shootout in Dublin Castle because it was the 30th of June and Ireland's presidency of the EU, the six month presidency, was coming to an end. And there were these shots of journalists in the room looking at the monitors and not believing what they were seeing and the late John Healy of the Irish Times mailman to the core and he's there in tears at what has just happened his country has got to the last eight in the world so I, it was just amazing but I'm talking about that video we were sitting watching it and walking along the corridor outside our room uh, came Ronnie Whelan and he heard the noise and he came in and he looked and he said the lads the lads can I bring the lads down I said it's for the lads that it's here we're just having a quick look at it and he brought whoever he could rustle up and they looked at it and they couldn't believe what they saw which would have been including scenes of where you were and they wanted to see it again it was just another day of days it really was and that uh, uh, description of John Healy you mentioned there is an iconic moment I think and will always be and and you know the other thing uh, the movie was Dirty Dancing just to remind you you know the song you You know my musical taste line is slightly different direction (laughs) well George I'll tell you the reason we're chatting today and we might as well mention this now straight away well two things you're in Manchester first tonight for the big Champions League game Manchester United against Young Boys on RTE this evening folks live with George Uh, just to mention about Manchester by God the colour of the city in terms of success has changed from red to blue hasn't it? Oh not half it hasn't you know Manchester United haven't even scored a goal at home in the Champions League this season but they'll be hoping to do that against the the champions of Switzerland but yes the balance of power has shifted hugely and you can feel it you know there won't be a full house at Old Trafford tonight there may be tickets sold and people just don't turn up United aren't playing the kind of football that was fizzed along under Alex Ferguson City have got the money of course United have the money too but City have the players as well and the the charismatic manager in uh, Pep Guardiola whereas Mourinho's best days sad to say do seem to be behind him and he just doesn't seem to have the spark to get United going it's a very different kind of city to come to now in a footballing sense and I've been coming here long enough to remember it when Manchester City played at Main Road and it was a cosy old place and you you knew you were in the the kind of uh, poor relations home at the time when you went along there. Old Trafford was this uh, wonderful citadel of football but now you go to the east end of Manchester to the Etihad which was built for the Commonwealth Games in 2006 and is now home to Manchester City and it's sparkling and it's new and it just speaks 21st century football in a way that Manchester United at the moment sadly does not. Yeah and that is the reality and look at that's football as well swings and roundabouts, ups and downs and that's what keeps us going back and interested in it. Tell me this, you're coming to the Hinterland Festival of Literature and Arts in Kells this weekend. So George is in the northeast Saturday evening, and the title of uh, your talk is "The Nation Holds Its Breath." The clip we heard there a moment ago. W- w- what are you planning for Saturday in Kells? 
Well, no, I, I tell you what I'm planning is, uh, I, Miles Dungan, the organiser, and a good old friend of mine, he asked me to come along and, and just reminisce, basically, about the highs and the lows of 40 years on the road. And, you know, I never believed when I started off this caper with the BBC in Belfast that it would take me where it's taken me. It's taken me to all five continents. It's taken me to uh, double figures of World Cups and Olympic Games. It's, it's just unbelievable when I look back across the years. And for me, uh, who studied languages to begin with, to be able to go around the world and to speak those languages to the people who speak them. Admittedly, they don't speak French and German in every country I visit, but I've picked up another few things along the way. But it's, it's just been such a, a life-enhancing experience, Jerry, to have uh, the opportunity to share the culture of so many different peoples and to visit so many cities and countries and to just see life as it's lived all over the globe. It, it's, it's been absolutely marvellous, and I just want to try and share some of that, uh, with specific instances, of course, thrown in, uh, with the Folk and Kells on Saturday evening at 6 o'clock. Yes, and I just want to give the box office number, if you want to book, 089-436-9868 to hear George on Saturday. And in fact, they have a huge lineup on Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to tell you more about those in a moment. But listen, when you're with me, I was my card was marked here. Don't let him away without asking him a few of these pertinent questions. Now, we've okay. reflected on that moment in Genoa when O'Leary scored that wonderful goal. Was that the highlight or have you another one or two in your career, be it Olympics, football, or whatever, that stick with you? I think that is the highlight. It has to be because it was uh, going into uncharted territory. Uh, and, it, it, you know, to think of an Irish team in the last eight uh, in the world, in the biggest tournament in the world. And I, I would actually put the World Cup uh, above the Olympic Games in terms of its mass appeal because it is one sport and it is national interest for whoever's there. Uh, and to, to be in the last eight uh, was just beyond the wildest dreams. And so, yes, that is number one. But it's run a very close second by that June Sunday in in Stuttgart in 1988 mm. when Ray Houghton put the ball in the English yeah. net and started this whole thing going uh, and, and that was a day of days as well not least because I said I speak German and French I had friends in Stuttgart he uh, was a radio producer who acted as our gopher he got us an exclusive interview with the chief of police he did all sorts of things for us and when we came back to the hotel in the woods above the city in Dagerloch after the game and I fought my way through the crowd of fans because in those days Fans were welcome in the team hotel in a way that they wouldn't be now. And I got to my room. There in my room was a cake, and the cake was iced in the shape of a football pitch, and there was a little figure on the top of it with a green and white scarf around it. My friend's wife had baked that cake in celebration of Ireland's victory. Now, obviously, she didn't break it when they won, bake it when they won, but she had it baked to put in my room in the Vault Hotel in Dagerloch for when I got back from the most historic of days, as it was then, Sunday the 12th of June, 19. I'll never forget that either. And as I say, that whole day runs it very, very close, that, uh, the day in Stuttgart to the day in Genoa. What vignettes? And we're only getting a taste of them, folks, remember, here this, uh, today on LMFM Radio. This man has so many more to impart to you this weekend. When it comes to players and all the players you've watched, let's talk about soccer over the years. If you were to pick one that you would say was just magical above all else, who? Uh, how could I not say George Best coming from Belfast myself? Yeah. 
coming from East Belfast, christened in the same church as George Best, believe it or not. A man I got to know in a way that I wouldn't ever have the chance of getting to know a player now because the access was so much easier uh, mm. back when he was, his career was winding down when I was starting, let's be honest. There was one great night in Rotterdam when he played for the North against uh, the Dutch uh, and it ended in a 2-2 draw and it looked like he was about to uh, light the, the blue touch paper on, on a Northern Ireland run, the like of which Jack Charlton was able to uh, begin with the Republic later on. But just to be involved in that little moment in time and in that... It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Match in Rotterdam when George Best was recalled uh, from the international wilderness by the then manager, Danny Blanchflower, and he played his part and he, he nutmegged Johan Cruyff that night. It was just a, an astonishing uh, night of football and an astonishing performance by a player who I guess by that stage was in decline. But I did see him as a kid. We're talking now, uh, to me, the person, not the commentator, I suppose, uh, when I'm saying this, that uh, I saw George Best play as a kid, uh, and, and he was the, the greatest. Uh, I mm. fell in love with football before I saw George Best, but, but he confirmed that love affair for me. But, of course, there have been great players across the years, the Beckenbars, right down to today and the Lionel Messi. And you've got to admire Cristiano Ronaldo for what he's done and how he's reinvented himself and how he's firing Juventus now to yet another title and maybe even the Champions League itself. Players across the ages, magnificent players all. Now will you just stay there with me a moment I, I hope you're not in a hurry I, you know we have to pay the bills here we have to go away for two <laughs> minutes but the audience is going nowhere and I don't want you to go anywhere George Hamilton is with us on Late Lunch stay with us two minutes I promise you we'll be back Yes if you'd like to put a question to him 086-1800-658 by text or WhatsApp George Hamilton's on George Hamilton's on duty with Orta E tonight for the Champions League Man United Young Boys in Manchester and he's in Kells this weekend for the Hinterland Festival of Literature and Arts and we're talking to him on Late Lunch this afternoon. George, just a question from a listener there. They want to know, did you ever do a commentary from United Park in Drogheda? 
Oh, many the time, many the time I did. I've been up on that uh, gantry in United Park uh, through good days and bad. I'm well familiar with it. I've, I've also uh, had a refreshment in the pub just next door. I'm, I'm well familiar with there. And you know what? I was on my way to my daughter's wedding last weekend and we stopped off in Drogheda and we were right outside United Park in the traffic jam on our way to a, a particular shop. Yes, I'm well familiar <laughs> with United Park and I have worked there. There you go. Thank you indeed for that question. Now, besides all the countries you've visited, all the great joy you brought us, the highs and lows of sport all over the world. You were stopped in your tracks uh, with the old Healthy Yourself in 2011. That's, it. That's right, I was indeed. Um, well, couldn't get to sleep one night, coughed the whole night through, didn't know what was wrong, went to the doc, the doc thought I'd asthma. Uh, it wouldn't go away. Uh, my wife, who's a radiographer, uh, had a look at the x-ray that she took me to get. And when she saw it, she said it was the worst she'd ever seen. I was taken off to hospital. They didn't know what it was. My lungs were full of fluid. Um, they took a day or two to work it out, but it was Professor Michael Keane uh, of UCD who was looking after me, who came up uh, with the uh, diagnosis. And what he reckoned it was was a problem with a valve in my heart. And the thing had ruptured. Uh, no explanation as to why, but basically I just was not able to breathe because uh, my lungs were filling with fluid because uh, my heart wasn't working properly. So uh, that was it. Major heart surgery. Fortunately, no bypasses involved. Uh, a bit of recovery required, of course. But three months later, I was back at the mic. And my goodness, isn't medical science wonderful? Isn't that just a wonderful story? The comments are coming. Let me read some of them to you. Jerry, George Hamilton. What a man. What a delivery. What a, a God-given talent he has for delivery. He's just brilliant. He breeds and lives the sport. I have admired this man all my life, says Vera. Uh, thank you, Vera, for that one. Thank you, Vera. Uh, That's lovely. Uh, Michael Tully's been on from Minalty and Mead to say, yes, I was going to ask him, Jimmy. McGee. What do you say about Jimmy, George? Ah, wonderful man and a great friend of mine and so sad that he's no longer here. And you know, it, it was just uh, a life well lived, Jimmy McGee's life. A great man, a great memory. I have never come across anybody with the memory like it. And a man who wore his, his talents lightly and who was very much a man of the people and was loved everywhere he went. A story about Jimmy that I'm sure you'll love. Back in the day, you might remember the old Nissan cycle race. Jimmy and I were the two who were out front for RTE on the coverage of yeah. the Nissan Classic, which went around Ireland. We were down in Ken Mare one morning uh, for the start of the race, uh, and Jimmy McGee and I made our way down to the start, and they'd crushed barriers up, and there was a huge crowd in uh, the centre of Ken Mare waiting to see the cyclists. So they got to see the pair of us before they got to see the cyclists. I was let walk in my merry way, and I turned around to see where Jimmy was. He was like royalty making his way along the crowd. Everybody wanted a word with Jimmy. Everybody wanted a handshake with Jimmy. They just loved Jimmy, and he loved them back, and he was a great man altogether. I remember, too, uh, when I first became aware of Jimmy, he was Mr. RTE. He was a man I looked up to, a man I admired, and he became a great friend as we soldiered together. Of course, the most most of that soldiering was done on Know Your Sport between 1987 yes. and 1998. Magnificent days, uh, great times we had sharing sharing the stage at no, on Know Your Sport. And you know, Fiona Maguire has just been in touch from Dundalk as well to, to mention Know Your Sport. She was a great fan and loved the show and just wants to say it's great to hear you on Late Lunch with Jerry this afternoon. Thank you, Fiona. And we're delighted to have George with us as well, I have to say. Back to the sport. I did ask you about individual players. In terms of teams, and it's team sport you cover a lot, your greatest team ever. Oh, that's a, that's a hard one. Um, 
because there have been so many great teams over the years uh, and, and, and great in their different ways. The Brazilian football teams that won the World Cups mm. uh, were, were sensational teams. What Spain did too in more recent times in winning World Cup and two European championships, how, that, that was just a, a great team of players who came together. Uh, and, uh, it just jumps into my head as I'm talking to you that the final of Euro 2012 uh, in Kiev in Ukraine where Spain uh, went in there and just uh, demolished the opposition completely. Uh, there was never going to be any other result in the final. They were just, I think, Italy, I think they played. And the very fact that I'm saying I think they played, that's how my memory is, just so yes. Spain-coloured. One team in that match, and they so dominated it, and they were becoming the first to retain the European Championship. And they were just a, a fabulous team. Uh, they were a wonderful team. The, the French team, too. I mean, the French who came through to win the World Cup this, just this last summer mm. in Moscow, a terrific team as well. Unexpectedly. Mm. Uh, unexpectedly, indeed. And I tell you, I won't ever forget them because on Saturday I mentioned the fact that my daughter got married. She got married to a Frenchman. <laughs> Good man, George. You'll have to uh, be careful with the two colours now as the green clashes with the with the blue. But here, look, before time's going to beat us, but before you go, I have to mention the, uh, the man of the moment, the men of the moment, Mick McCarthy and Stephen Kenny. Oh, what yes. do you make of this? Well, now, interesting thing about this. I think the FAI wanted to get a, a, an appointment quickly. Mick was available. A mixed credentials are good. Maybe not so good in the club game, but in terms of the international game, do you know something? Mick McCarthy, alongside Brian Kerr, they have identical records in competitive matches. Over 58% success. And of, since the Charlton era, of the six managers there were, Charlton, McCarthy, Kerr, uh, Staunton, Trapattoni, and O'Neill, of those six managers, it's Mick McCarthy and Brian Kerr who have the best competitive records. So the FEI has gone back to somebody who has delivered before, who has got Ireland to a World Cup before, back in 2002, and there's no reason why he shouldn't do it again. And, uh, not a World Cup, obviously, on this occasion, but the Euros. But Mick has the credentials for an international manager's job, and, and he's proven it by getting into the last 16 of the World Cup in 2002. Uh, Stephen Kenny's appointment, uh, Stephen Kenny has done such a job for Dundalk over the years, and it's just such a shame that Stephen Kenny has, uh, in fact, ha- the, the end of his, of his tenure at Dundalk came about so suddenly uh, that it has possibly uh, left a matter of uncertainty around uh, the Dundalk uh, football experience. But that said, I think you've got to say that Stephen Kenny is, is a man who believes in himself and has the reason to believe in himself. Uh, excuse me just one moment. I am in a hotel room and I'm on the radio. <laughs> George, you can't beat live radio, can you? No. No, indeed not. He was, he, he was hammering the door for five minutes there, and I, I thought he'd go away. Anyway, anyway, that I suppose proves his life. I'm just saying about Stephen. I think Stephen will do a magnificent job. Uh, the parallels with Brian Kerr, who I said has an identical success ratio as Mick McCarthy, or who had in his three years in charge of the Irish team. Do you know, Stephen Kenny comes out of the League of Ireland, the much derided League of Ireland. Stephen Kenny has had such success. He's a dominant player in the League of Ireland. He deserves this opportunity. And I think it's right that he should have been brought in. I was on Morning Ireland last week before the appointments were made with nothing other than a hunch that they would give it to Mick McCarthy and that Stephen Kenny deserved a place in the back room. Well, he's got more than a place in the back room. He's the under-21 manager, and he's going to be the next Ireland manager. And I think two years inside will equip him well to take over as the manager. Let's face it, Brian Kerr came up 
in a similar way through the underage teams dominating uh, his teams dominated in a way that Stephen Kenny's under 21s could dominate and Brian Kerr made the step up successfully and Stephen Kenny I'm sure will make the step up successfully I'm very hopeful that Mick will get them to the Euros in 2020 and then I think we're off on a great adventure with Stephen Kenny We look forward to it Why wouldn't you go to Kells to hear this man on Saturday evening at 6 o'clock you have to go because we've only touched the edge of the iceberg here today with George he's going to go much deeper I promise you on Saturday Hinterland Festival of Literature and Arts he's on at 6 o'clock on Saturday the nation holds its breath the box office number 089 and there are more besides appearing on the bill there Saturday and Sunday and I'll tell you about those through the afternoon George it's been a real pleasure good luck with the game tonight and for the future no Rooney's just been on I know he's a great fan of yours and football to say George love you all the best for the future thank you Noel for that message today and George Thanks, it's Noel. been a real thank pleasure thank you Jerry too not at all it's been a, ple- this been a pleasure from Manchester as well and let me tell you after that I'm off for my late lunch good man yourself George <laughs> take care of yourself lovely to talk I to you bye bye now bye bye what a wonderful guy he is hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter that's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.